I've spent years and years coming up with a process and working on a path that will allow you to perform on stage with tracks successfully. But don't trust me, I'm an Ableton Live certified trainer and ultimately do not take my word for it. Okay, so that definitely wins the award for the oddest, weirdest intro to a podcast ever, but I promise I'm going somewhere with it. So today, again, I wanna implore you and ask you, do not trust me and I, I'm an Ableton Live certified trainer. Ultimately, do not take my word for it. First off, before we get into today's content, I wanna say welcome back to the show. Uh, if you're brand new here, the name of the podcast is Behind the Space Bar and it's for folks that perform on stage uh, with tracks, particularly with Ableton Live, whether you're currently doing that or wanting to do that. And again, if, uh, if this is not your first time and you're coming back, then welcome back. Today's gonna to be a really, really short show. And it's one of those shows that uh, I know will not get a lot of views because it's not something cool with Ableton Live. It's, it kind of falls more into that philosophy bucket, which drives a lot of you crazy, particularly people that are just kind of on the sidelines watching and listening. Um, but it's the, the one I continually, type of content I continually hear from a lot of you that really enjoy this. Uh, this is something that uh, over the past couple of weeks as I've not been creating content, that I've been kind of just stewing on and thinking through and going, how can I perfectly articulate this? And so I'm not gonna go long, I've just made some quick notes here to try to walk through this, but let me explain the scenario that has brought me to this point to, to try to encourage you to not trust me and don't take my word for it, I'm an Ableton Live certified trainer. So um, I create a lot of content, right? Um, um, you know, two pieces of content every week, almost every single week. And with that content, I get a lot of comments from people. Um, a lot of times it's, it's really, really great stuff. Like I love when people reach out and I try to reshare these people will reach out often and say, Hey, I, I listened to you. I tried and applied what you were talking about and it worked. And I, I'm so glad I did. Sometimes people will reach out with clarification. Hey, I tried that and, and it wasn't working. Do you have any ideas? And I do my best, particularly on YouTube to try to reply to everyone. Um, but that's about all I can promise is I'm going to get you one reply. Sometimes people will reply back and go, but it didn't work. How do I do this? That's why I offer coaching from studiosage.com slash coaching. If you want to check that out, lots of different options there. Uh, this is not meant to be a pitch for coaching. Uh, but I do my best to try to answer comments. And again, I get a lot of really, really good ones. But from time to time, I get comments that I can basically just sum up as yeah, comma, but, dot, dot, dot. Uh, and I think that's kind of uh, the funniest YouTube comments to me often. Yeah, but. Uh, because often it, it comes from a heart of immediately dismissing something you don't understand and you haven't tried. What I mean by that is, um, uh, you know, I'll do a video going, hey, check out this brand new product, check out this brand new plugin. And someone will say, yeah, that's great, but it won't work for me. Yeah, that's great, but this person did it better. Yeah, that's great, but it doesn't work with my version of Ableton Live. And, and that uh, response is not coming from, um, I have tried it, I've tried to implement it into my setup and it's not working. Uh, I've tried to implement it and here's the reasons why it's not working. It simply just comes from a arms crossed, unwilling to try anything new, unwilling to adapt and change um, it kind of response, right? So often I'll hear this doesn't work, here's why. Uh, people are very resistant to change. Often I think some of us feel attacked when someone says, hey, don't do it this way. When I create a video that says, hey, uh, 95 to 99% of the time when you're running tracks, you should run tracks in arrangement view and not session view. And here's why, and I walk you through, we immediately wanna justify, no, 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 this is why I use session view. This is why session view is better. Um, to me, it all comes down to this, this posture this, this phrase I've shared many, many times before on the podcast. My wife actually sent me uh, a reel on Instagram that Gary V did where he used this almost exact phrasing. 
but humbly confident, humbly curious. It's this mindset of being both confident in your abilities and what you're doing, but always being curious, is there a better way to do it, right? So that to me is something I've just kind of implemented in my life and almost everything. Uh, the way I run my business, my, my method of productivity, my faith, my uh, relationship with my wife, the way we raise our kids, decisions about where to live, to sell our house. I'm humbly confident, but I'm also humbly, humbly curious. So here's what I ask. Again, I told you it's gonna be a short episode. Uh, you know, I always say that and it ends up going long, but I'm like almost done uh, at this point. So here's what I ask. Don't trust me, I'm an Ableton Life Certified Trainer. Here's what I ask you to do. Try it for yourself, okay? So uh, I actually replied a couple weeks ago to someone on YouTube and it was, um, I can't remember what it was, but the heart of the video was essentially a, um, don't use session view for tracks, do this instead. You know, here's how to use tracks and arrange it view. Um, and I believe it was the, the video where I actually did a shootout. And probably about the first five comments on that video are very, yeah, but, yeah, but you do this. Yeah, but blah, 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 blah. And again, I appreciate those comments. I appreciate those feedback. There's been major, major shifts I've made to how I teach, content I create based on um, I want to say negative, but based on critical feedback that people have provided. Um, and so I'm super thankful for those types of comments. I don't dismiss them. But um, uh, one of the big comments was someone basically saying, yeah, that's not going to work because of blah, 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 blah. And it was clear uh, based on their comment that they had not even tried what I was saying. They were very entrenched that, you know, they mentioned how many years they've been using Ableton Live. Uh, you know, I'm, I clearly look younger than they do. So I obviously don't know that much. And so they said, well, I've been using Ableton Live for X amount of years, um, blah, 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 blah. And my response back to them, I realized when I said it, I said, this is actually what I want for all of my students is don't trust me. I'm, I'm an Ableton Live certified trainer. Don't trust me. What I want you to do is try it for yourself. All you can do is don't say no. If I say, hey, uh, you should run tracks and arrangement view instead of session view. Don't immediately cross your arms and explain to me the five reasons why you can't. All you can do, don't say no, try it out and apply it. And here's the thing that I love about that approach is if what I'm teaching you works, then great. You're, you found a better method. You found a better process. You were in that humbly curious portion of this and you found a better process that works better than what you were doing before. Ultimately, you win. You've improved your process. Things are better for you. But here's what's great. If it doesn't work, just go back to what you're doing before. You haven't lost anything, right? You haven't committed and transferred your entire file process to a new method. You tried something out, it either worked or it didn't work and you went back. So that's kind of becoming the thing that when I'm talking to students and uh, I have a lot of students that are brand new with Ableton Live or they're coming from Pro Tools or Logic or some other DAW, or maybe they're coming from a worship perspective, they're using Playback or Prime and moving to Ableton, or maybe they're even running tracks, have been used to running tracks in Session View and they see my content and go, I really like what you're saying. I really wanna try that out. I really wanna go that particular direction. Then my, my messaging to them lately has just been great, fantastic. Here's what I just, all I can encourage you to do, don't trust me. I'm an Ableton Live Certified Trainer. Try it for yourself, right? Um, don't say no. Just try it. Finally, I want to end with a, a comment, uh, kind of a, a mantra to live your life by, if you will, that a good friend of mine, Doug, um, shared a few years ago. Doug was a boss of mine in Florida and um, now a really, really great friend. That's a good sign that you're a boss. When someone used to be your boss and you're still a good friend with them, uh, that says a lot about them as a boss. Maybe a little bit about me as an employee, but more about him as a boss than it does about me. 
Uh, but he had this, this phrase he would say all the time, don't be a dinosaur. And you may hear that immediately and go, well, that's, that's ageist. That means, you know, don't be someone old that's like sticking around playing. No, you can be a dinosaur at any age because the dinosaur is holding on to what you've done in the past. It's someone who protects it at, by all means, the status quo, right? You figured out how to run tracks. You've got your process. This young kid comes along that you don't know their history and don't know how many years they've actually been doing it. You just happen to stumble on their video and think it's the first time they've done a video and you go, hey, man, that, that doesn't work. Let me tell you exactly why it's not going to work, kid. Um, again, it has nothing to do with age. I find myself struggling often with don't be a dinosaur. Someone will come out with a new plugin. Someone will come out with a new MIDI controller. A new software will be released that could potentially replace the software I've been using for many, many years that I would consider myself an expert on or that I know really, really well. And ironically enough, you know what my first response to that is when I see that stuff? Arms crossed, that's not gonna work. Yeah, that's that's not gonna, no, nah, that's, that's, that's not the way we do it. You know, this is why my, my method is better. This is why my process is better than that method. And that's me being a dinosaur. So again, this idea of don't be a dinosaur has nothing to do with your age. It has everything to do with how you approach new things and the way you look at new things and new ideas and how tightly you hold on to your precious ideas and making them precious. Your ideas, your process is not precious. Hold on to it lightly, but what is precious is the continuous, continual pursuit of knowledge, of better ways, which again takes us back to humbly confident, humbly curious. So my hope is in listening and watching this episode that you can walk away and hopefully apply that humbly confident, humbly curious approach to your performance on stage, to how you view Ableton Live, how you view my content, how you view other people's content. So instead of us immediately dismissing it, saying it's wrong and here's why, let's step into that. Let's try out new processes. I always say this, if you're used to running tracks in arrangement view, try running tracks in session view. You're either gonna find something new that you can incorporate, you'll find a new scenario where you can use it, or you'll reinforce why you're doing what you're doing, and vice versa. If you're running tracks in session view, try running tracks in arrangement view. If you're running tracks, try doing a live looping setup instead of running tracks. If you're doing a live looping setup, try running tracks instead of a live looping setup. Try something new, experiment with it, if it works, then apply it. But whatever you do, do not trust me. I'm an Ableton Live Certified Trader. So uh, that's all I've got for you today. Again, today's episode was short and sweet. But thank you guys so much for listening, for watching. Thank you for the comments, even when they're critical. Even when, if, listen, if you're a jerk, I'm just going to delete your comment. Or I may mess with you or have fun with you, depending on the mood I'm in, uh, as I did a couple days ago. But I'm so thankful for your comments, for your encouragement, for the critical uh, comments that help push me to create better content. Do me a favor, leave a comment on this episode if you're watching on YouTube. Let me know what type of stuff you wanna hear next. Again, this is more of a philosophical thing, but let me know what questions you have, um, content you specifically wanna see here on Behind the Space Bar, or maybe a tutorial, a how-to you wanna see about Ableton Live. Leave a comment, let me know, that helps immensely. And while you're there on YouTube, subscribe, enable the bell icon, and if you're listening, watching on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, go ahead and follow, subscribe to the show, leave a rating or review. Thanks so much for listening and watching. We'll see you on the next one. Take care, everybody. Bye.